Hello, good morning, live from St. Louis in a brick building. It's Chris Denman, Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri, Midcoast Studio. Check out midcoast.media for more information. Joining me in the studio, trusty intern Thomas Mosslander III and the producer, Christopher Gardner. Good morning, Mr. Gardner, Mr. Tommy. Uh, I'm jumping right to the big star, though. We've got a big, big star coming live from uh, New York, and he appears to be in a franchised Chinese restaurant. Good morning, Travis Terrell in New York. Ning Hao. What was that? Ning Hao. <laughs> Marvis Morell live from P.F. Chang's in Brooklyn, New York. Gardner had himself a little bit of time to play last week. So we've got a brick background for those of you just listening at home. And uh, Travis has a Chiron that says he's live from P.F. Chang's in Brooklyn, New York. Gardner, These I egg think, rolls are good, man. These yeah, good-ass egg rolls. Yeah, that, you were like, they were like, breakfast one, sir? You're like, you know what? No, I feel like a midday egg roll. What's, where's the pork at? Let's do it. Good for you, Travis. I'm proud of you. You're one, doing it, man. One of these days you should come on with Chinese food, though. That would be, that would be <laughs> If we catch him on the right night, he might still be up. Like he, caught, he grabbed some on the way home. Yeah. I think that could happen. Travis, uh, you're in New York. You're working on the Sesame Street Fellowship. How was your weekend, sir? Did you get a few things done? Uh, all work, no play for Travis Terrell this weekend. Had some deadlines I needed to meet yesterday afternoon, so... Spend most of my weekend taking care of that business because that's the life of a screenwriter. No life at all. Do we believe uh, his Twitter account is 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 against what he just said? There was a lot of great pop culture uh, references and timely updates and sports updates as well that would tell me you you enjoyed the weekend a little, man. Come on. I mean, there were television and then there's social media. It wasn't. I don't, but I wouldn't consider that activities. I don't, I don't think See, you would consider that an activity. I think you want people to think you're locked in a room staring at Big Bird like, we're going to get through this, man. We're going to work our way through this. I'm going to write you the best script you've ever seen. See, that's what I think the picture you're trying to paint. I picture you with a bag of uh, flaming Cheeto Nacho uh, Dorito <laughs> things and uh, yeah, passively writing a Nacho Dorito thing. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the technical mm -hmm. term, Tommy. Go ahead and mm -hmm. write that down, mm -hmm. please. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, copyright Chris Denman on that one. Make sure Doritos doesn't steal that from us. So uh, you, you're not just writing a great line at a time in between uh, passive Netflix watching and uh, <laughs> staring out the Brooklyn window that you uh, reside behind? What you, what we try to do while working with Sesame Street is just give the characters something to work with. Uh, they are professional. They've been doing this for a long time. You don't want to disturb that chemistry, especially with Big Bird. He's the kind of guy that comes on set, knows his lines, jumps right into the performance, and then he's ready to head back to his trailer. So it's my job as a screenwriter to give him the necessary material, not necessarily to restrict Big Bird, but for him to expand his performance. And, and so that's what I was working on this weekend, finding ways so he can grow his performance as Big Bird, his character arc. We've followed it for almost 50 years. Mm -hmm. So it's important that we have a strong payoff in the end. And that's what I try to do with Big Bird. Oh, that's, that's absolutely wonderful. Uh, the, the weekend that was saw uh, a few things. Gardner, in the, in the description, you, you said Travis is growing New York elitism. I was mm -hmm. asked by three different people, and I don't get out much. If Travis was playing the part, if he was being really mean, he's changed, or if it was a decision that we all made for Travis to be meaner uh, on this. So people are taking note. They're getting upset. You've insulted the Arch, Toasted Ravioli, and even a Nelly album. Mm -hmm. It's getting to a point where uh, <clears throat> hometown's watching, bro. It's, it's interesting. And Gardner, you have thoughts. You've uh, brought yourself to the screen. First off, good morning, gentlemen in studio, Chris and Tommy. Good morning, Mr. Terrell from Brooklyn, New York. And good morning, Walnuts. Hmm. That's the fun. There That's it is. That's the fun part. Yeah, I actually had a local radio producer ask me, hey, why is uh, why Travis take We Are Live off his Twitter bio? Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Is this true? Yeah, this is this is this is breaking. You can check this out right now. Right. Yeah. This is uh this is good. 
<laughs> this is good. They've heard the Hayseed Act, too. Mm -hmm. I think we should call it the Hayseed Act. Yeah, I like we that should. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he gets to... He did. Yeah. <laughs> he, and he replaced it with Sesame Street Writing Fellow. Uh-huh. Mm-mm-mm. Uh so well, it's not, I mean, one, that's could, true. one could argue... Yeah, but there's room for more. There is room for more. That's a very good point, Tommy. One could argue you don't want to put that fire and ice together. I'll, I'll step up for <laughs> Travis. I'll, I'll step up for uh, Travis with some of his creative choices or our creative choices as a whole <laughs> over the last four years. May not, may just might not jive with someone who's uh, vying to be part of the part greatest of television show in the history of children's television. It might be part of the cleansing process. Can mm -hmm. I put it in my bio? Mm -hmm. Oh, good question. Uh, as long, yeah, as long as it's precluded by intern. Maybe right, if you fine. stop wearing capri pants, then we can... <laughs> they're not capris, all right? Uh, uh, you got to see. Travis, I wish you could be here. Tommy's they're not saying, capris, all right? What are they, then? They're shorts. The Tommy says he's wearing shorts that are too big for him, and they are they look like capris. Man, not, man, pre. Let me see your legs. If I stood up, let me see your up, legs, like, Tommy. Okay. Let me see your legs. Come on, put them on the table. Travis, stop Let's saying see that phrase. <laughs> oh no, he just. You might up. have to lay on the table. Yeah, Tommy. To jump. Oh no. Oh, yeah, just lay on the table, Tommy. Get on the front of the table. Just lay on the table, Tommy. Get on the front of the table. Just lay on the front of the table, Tommy. Yeah. yeah. And then there you go. Kind of I'm you legs. Working this out. Oh, now see you've you've rolled them up. They go mid shin whenever he's standing. Yeah, they're going yeah. down. They're past his knee. Way yeah. down past his knee. We're talking no, top of the shin. You're good, Tommy. Ta Travis, you're not yeah, getting the proper view. It's not the proper view when he stands. You know what? Up, they are very long. Like they're long, big shorts. Long, big shorts. They go like mid shin. No, they're not bored. That would be that would be. Thank you. He's he got it. That would be uh, a surfboard the Big Bird could actually use if uh, if the, those shorts hmm. do not work for them. No, they're they're man priests. Tommy, they just hate on your frame, dog. You, you're in great shape. Thank you. You got a nice got young great body. Muscles, yeah. Very stealth. I think they're just jealous. We're not even going to talk about the socks. They do look, it looks like Big, Big Bird's leg. Did you do that for Travis? <laughs> oh, boy. I got to write down Tommy quotes from now on, and maybe we put those at the end of the week. The first one being, I've got great leg muscles. Mm -hmm. Could we just do 10 minutes of Tommy discussing himself to open every show, Travis? <laughs> I think that's uh, something we could finally agree on. Well, don't most shows have a comedian that opens up, uh, that starts in front of the audience and gets them audience warmed warm up? up? Maybe guy. that can be Tommy. Mm -hmm. yeah. That can be Tommy. Uh, I make the notes, which means I held the records, and it's going in the records that I'm wearing shorts. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So you Same. are evil brand. Yes. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh, which brings me to uh, last night. We don't have to go super spoiler on this. Travis, did you uh, watch Game of Thrones last night? Your tweets would say you did. I did watch the finale of Game of Thrones. It was, it was something. Yeah. It was something. Uh, it was, it was, that's for being honest, it was disappointing. It was mm -hmm. underwhelming. It had, um, had some moments uh, visually. I thought the first 10 minutes of the finale visually was very cinematic, very well done uh, in regards to the cinematography. After that, though, I thought it missed a great opportunity to build the momentum from the previous episode. And um, before you know it, it was 40 minutes left in the final episode, and all the action was gone. So it turned into like, uh, like the season finale, season finale of uh, One Tree Hill. Got very... Um, Underwhelming, to say the least. I don't know where to start. I, as far as I love Travis the series, done. yeah. Uh, I love the series. I, I really thought the the writers did their best, especially without having George R. R. Martin's uh, material to fall back on. But I, I I was left wanting a little bit more than what I got. I have to agree with you. I'm actually a little upset with you. Your uh, entire existence in whatever media landscape we've been in has been overreaction, insanity, and then uh, I just nibble up the crumbs off of that. 
I want to pull a Travis Terrell and lose my shit right now because I oh. got a little tired of it because I've been carrying their damn water all season long saying, you know what, it's fine. They'll wrap it all around. It was a piece of shit. It sucked, and it was. Uh, Chris is mad. It, it was. It was. It was. It, it was so. It was such a good thing. <laughs> and then now I'm realizing, wow, all these things and all these dumb things that they tricked us into thinking meant something. Oh, there's a comet. Oh, somebody stayed alive for a reason. Oh, the big autistic guy. He's gonna be around for something. Mm-hmm. The whole time. For not. It, it was, it was, uh, it, I want to take the Travis Trail approach. I want to put a little gasoline on the fire because uh, it was, it was not worthy of it. If you wanted that thing, go watch, uh, I'm trying to think, go watch a sitcom on USA in the mid 90s. Like, this was crap. It was, it was garbage. There was nothing. <laughs> there was nothing. There was nothing. Watch yourself, Tommy. My dad will get pissed yeah. at you. I love Vernon. There's nothing redeeming about it. We can go watch. A kid in King Arthur's Court. If you want this kind of crap, man, it I, was it was it was it was weak. That, I think that was that was painful. I think Travis is being underwhelming because the finale was underwhelming, mm-hmm. and so he was just doing doing. It that. brought him down. It's yeah. brought you down, some Travis. It, it did bring me down a little bit because I, I think there was an opportunity to tell a great story, and you there should not be a need to rush a series like game of thrones when clearly it is taking the entire production almost two years to create these stories and then you leave two additional episodes on the table if you wanted to slow play it if you wanted to build the drama the writers had an opportunity to do so and i don't understand and i think chris you made the point last week maybe i do understand and we just haven't had an official word on it I think when it came down to it, it was the schedules of all the parties involved. I think it was the schedules of the screenwriters, the schedule of the actors. I I think they had additional obligations, opportunities to make money elsewhere. And I don't necessarily blame them for that, but I think it took away from the final season. And I think they were a victim of their own success. I think this was a situation where the showrunners had gotten so big where we heard them announced last week they were going to take on the Star Wars series. We already know what Sophie Turner is doing uh, in the Marvel Universe. And so we would imagine Kit Harington uh, is on the verge of being the next big movie star as well. So these guys, it appears as if they had other obligations. That's why I made it so difficult to perhaps get the story that we wanted. And I think, I don't know whether HBO did say that or the showrunners are afraid to say that. It was disappointing. Yeah, and that's that's the thing too. It's like you're allowed to uh, take a peek behind the curtain because it's 2019, and the most common fan of anything, at least, is somewhat aware that business goes into this. We can no longer suspend disbelief and just be like, okay, well, this is just show business, and this goes great, blah blah blah. No, it's uh, we're too aware. We too we're uh, of everything, and they did such a great job with the story, with all the nuances, all these things. While they're allowed to have these issues that contribute to this, I'm now allowed to be like, what the, f- what were you thinking? What was this? And now it just kind of goes back to, should you only make six seasons of something and, uh, and just try and keep it short like Breaking Bad did? And, uh, and before things get away from you, focus on that great ending. I don't know. I think it's, uh, ah, it's just disappointing. Well, it's not going to affect my, uh, my life, but I think we can complain about my, it a little bit. My question is, is it still the best TV show ever, Travis? I think this season, while I liked it, brought it back down to earth. Yes. Okay. What did you think? Uh, Great point. I, without saying, because spoilers, obviously. I think we should be you, able to spoil. I, I, I do this too. Is, I mean, that was Travis this, is weird about it. No, so. let's. Uh, no, mean, he wasn't. He was not weird about it. You're you have I, short. You have short memory. He was Mister Spoiler for I, his entire yeah. life until he personally was affected, <laughs> which is Travis's whole existence. <laughs> that's that his is, whole existence. That's his brand. That's his brand. Travis, what did you think of who ended up on? Uh, you can say it. What did you think of Brand becoming king? I didn't have a problem with the result. I had a problem with how we got there. The process? I, I did have a problem with the process. I, I, I think that's where most fans are today is that they're fine with the way things yep. landed for their favorite characters. They just don't know if they just 
just that the writers got them there, how they got them there. And I, and I just, I see those two episodes. Again, they did six this season. And I just can't help but wonder what you could have done with two more hours, uh, especially when it comes to storytelling. There was moments in Almost that finale three. last night yeah, I, there were moments last night in that finale uh, where you got two minutes dedicated to Brienne writing in the book, uh, five minutes dedicated to um, the Hand and his new court discussing future matters in Westeros. Like, it just felt like wasted scenes. And that was the beauty of Game of Thrones. There wasn't wasted scenes for six seasons. Every scene mattered. And like in that finale, those final scenes meant nothing. They were throwaway scenes. It was eleven and minutes I of silence. Yes. So I don't. I don't. What is? What is that? I'll tell I, you. There what was it is. an opportunity to tell a story, and you not to. And I think from the pacing to the way the episode was structured, it was a time jump. Game of Thrones utilizing time jumps. That was bizarre man that was that wasn't the game of thrones we had been watching for the last eight years yeah and that's why it's so confusing and this is why it sucks to kind of know the and this isn't we are live has the tap into hbo productions and budgets and everything else we might it's, soon it's hey. confusing yeah there mm. you go it's confusing because it isn't what we've been <laughs> <laughs> it, it's confusing because it isn't what we were watching and unfortunately the only explanation is that they were rushed and they had to turn in whatever. Again, I was literally carrying this damn thing's water a week and a, half, a week ago, six days ago. The, the end Amen. of the day, the only thing that explains this is someone somewhere was like, we got to wrap this shit up. And then they just turned in a subpar product to what you're used to. It was just, it was garbage. I, um, yeah. go ahead, Travis. No, I was just going to say, Chris, I think, Again, I think this may be the showrunners and HBO protecting the stars because the stars had made a major commitment to this show. And But I think when it came down to it, I think the showrunners were pulled in different directions. The actors had other obligations. Like Son had, what, maybe six minutes or seven minutes of screen time in the finale. Um, so just judging by where the characters were, how much screen time they had, it, it looks like everyone was just ready to wrap it up because they had other major obligations that were going to be very important to their careers. Sure. And I think this was what HBO was left with. And they said, hey, okay, give us what you got. Make it work with what we have. And this was the story that I think that's just unfortunate considering that you've kind of put the carrot out in front of this audience for the last eight years with all due respect to everybody else's important projects and other parts of their career, I wish they had gotten more time. Now, um, is it normal in this show? I don't know. Now, who, who was on this throne before? Cersei? Cer There's a million. I mean, Cersei? sure. Yeah. Cersei like, was right before do, Danny, right before Bronn. Did she have a name? Like, uh, I saw that this brand fella. Um, this, this makes such a fun wrinkle. He... He he gets named Brand the Broken. Yep. And he did. why so, some is some Westerosi branding, my friend? So why branding? Why is that? And also, um, I'm gonna have to think about this, and maybe we'll get to it tomorrow. But if like you know, we got names like that, I wonder what ours would be. <laughs> Sugar Slayer. Tommy the Intern. <laughs> uh, Perfect. Thomas the Unpaid. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Travis the Sugarfoot. Yeah, I was gonna say. So who's Sugar Slayer? Hey. <laughs> who's Sugar Slayer in 2019? Right now, today on the show, is it Travis because all he does is eat sugar, or is it me because I've uh, you've you've taken annoyance with my lack of intake? Yeah, it might be. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. And you are uh, uh, Gardner the hmm, the biped. Like how Gar do we how do we Gardner the annoyed. Yeah, Gardner. The <laughs> <Android>. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It can be a constant. Gardner can't be bothered. That's his power. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. Gardner, don't involve me. Right. Uh, <laughs> Gardner the uninvolved. Mm -hmm. There it is. Gardner the uninvolved. Yeah. So, so why is Gardner this the professional introvert? <laughs> 
So why does this Bran fella get uh, named Bran the Broken? This, this part was actually true to a character because a guy who uh, is forward-thinking and a planner and everything else, uh, that was his best power. You've got uh, Tyrion, uh, Peter Dinklage's character. He came up with it yeah. for branding purposes, literally. To his, hey, we'll get people behind him. He's got a great story. Nothing that part was interesting. good story. That, yeah, that part was interesting and true to the character. I'll give him that. Do you agree, Travis? I thought in the book they referred to him as, and, and I, I didn't read the book, so someone will call me out and write loose. But uh, I thought his, they had him in the book as Brand the Builder. Oh, I don't know. I'm not was sure it, about he, that because I also didn't read the book. I believe there was a children's uh, yeah, cartoon look, show. None of us, Bob the Builder. None of us have read the book. The Builder. Here, mm -hmm. So let's be honest. <laughs> we look like we read books. You could say that about any movie. Did you guys read the book? No, we did not. Look at us. We did not. I read the we Harry watched Potter the movie. Books. Can I can I admit something oh, that I that's... haven't admitted in at least a few years? Maybe not when you guys were around. I think I read The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings stuff before I was like seven. Something really? insane. Maybe like seven or eight. And I used those for uh, dead serious book reports, including uh, college credit uh, reports for my entire uh, scholastic I mean, career. Hey, pre Isn't that funny? It works. Like, that's kind of yeah, because you could still you didn't those are college level reading, but it was just fantasy stories that were acceptable. <laughs> in, that's in what I do. With Jurassic Park. There's yeah. a there's a guy. I don't know the guy, but a friend does. He uh, just got a, his doctorate at Wash U, and his thesis was on the economic impact of Star Wars. Oh, nice. And uh, I guess was able to uh, defend it and use and that did to it. gain no, a that doctorate. Make, yeah. That makes sense, especially now, whatever, that you, where you do peek behind the scenes. It's not just, oh, nerds, you like this stuff. Mm -hmm. No, there's advertising executives. There's people, professionals on this. It's way more of a business. Uh, Meredith in the comments, uh, actually, Tommy, you do look like you read books. I do. I read uh, It last year and Pet Cemetery, and that was, they were good. Mm. Any nonfiction? Uh, yeah, I, I've been reading a book about Kennedy. I, I'm going to have to look up the name. I have it in my car. Which Kennedy? Uh, Robert Kennedy. I love Robert Cortez Kennedy. Kennedy and defensive tackle for the Seattle uh, Seahawks. I recently read uh, Bruce Campbell's autobiography and Mark Maron's uh, autobiography. So Very nice. Yeah. I have Rob Lowe's in my backpack. Well, we'll get to that. Oh, look at Tommy trying to <laughs> guide the show. We'll get to that. No, we no, will I, get just, to I was that. excited. Oh, no, anyway. it's, a, it's actually the most interesting thing any of us did. Game of weekend, Thrones. So Back to that. we got 40 minutes of that. Uh, quick reminder, Gateway Powder Coating sponsors this show. They're here to help you with all of your powder coating needs. Number one resource for powder coating in the Midwest. That's Gateway Powder Coating. Take your wheels, smokers, anything metal that needs powder coated to Gateway Powder Coating. Fast, durable, affordable. Check out the website, Gateway Powder Coat. Dot com. Be sure to let Mark know that we are live. Since you out to check them out. Uh, so, Travis, just to put a button on it, and we can talk about it the whole damn show. We actually have uh, uh, a fair or foul and a, and a poll to get to as well. Um, Travis, real quick, will you watch any spinoffs from uh, Game of Thrones and try and be involved with whatever uh, stuff they try and feed us next uh, to make up for this uh, last season? I think he is... He's frozen. Let's yeah, do a, let's switching. do our melee real quick since we're on Game of Thrones. Gardner, I threw this up. I just want to know on Twitter, are you happy with the Game of Thrones ending? There's some mm -hmm. uh, options out there you can check out. That's at We Are Live Radio on Twitter. How about Fair Foul today? What do we got? Well, Fair Foul, we're looking back on something that happened last week, kind of trying to tie it in. The uh, death of an icon. The death of a true icon, it seems, at least on social media. Grumpy Cat. Grumpy Cat's gone. Oh. Now, is this near and dear to your heart being <sighs> a feline supporter? Uh, no, <laughs> not really. If you I, got... I did see a funny picture of, uh, I guess it's not funny necessarily, but it was, uh, it was kind of a cute picture. Tony La Russa holding mm. uh, Grumpy Cat. He posted that on his social media whenever Grumpy Cat passed at the age of seven. The age of seven, a cat with dwarfism Oof. and an underbite, which made it so cute. Yeah. So damn cute. I discussed this with Jordan Rock and uh, Michael DeBay at length, and they were not having the uh, grumpy cat love. So the fairer file is because grumpy cat became popular through social media, social media accounts for pets. 
social media accounts for pets. I'm going to consider actually, maybe we have Wobbly Cat. Uh, Instagram, Twitter account. Good boomerang. For Instagram. I think Grumpy Cat, from what I read, pulled in around $100 million. Oh. So. What? Yeah. Um, I have to at least consider this now. With, now, how uh, is that possible? I'm curious. How is know. that possible that, is it like, how do you brand a cat that does nothing? Somebody memes it, and then it memes out of control, and then a movie gets made, and then merchandise gets made. And then the owners uh, own the cat, so they get the money. Yeah, having the lock on that merchandise had to be their, their winning that's a lot formula. Of, that's a lot of merchandise to move, though, for that. I mean, that is a lot of merchandise. And I'll, well, I'll tell you, Travis, what the I, don't, is. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just know what I've... I haven't really dove into the details of it. I've seen some of them. How they got there, I don't know. So also, I'll, they did meet and greet with the cat. Oh, so, really? Yeah. I mean, there are that's cat, why there's there pictures. Some, Sorry. There are that's, insane cat lovers out there, so I would mm-hmm. believe that. I think the internet is, uh, I mean, you see every video, everything like that. You've seen, there have been, um, there's, I want to say some kind of a meetup or convention or something that's literally just cat videos. So mm-hmm. a large portion of people that uh, are prone to get real involved and real emotional on the internet happen to uh, be really into cats. I know I got an email, and I don't know from who it was that it was they were doing something about cutest cat in st louis or something and then you send in a video and then they were going to have like a get together for the finalist at like del mar hall or something like that, that. is a scam and uh yeah it was something along those lines so i mean people are going to take it to that extent even on an i guess amateurish level that is a know. scam uh, for the fair foul, we've got 10 bucks to Southtown Pub. Travis, who do you blame for uh, most of social media accounts for pets? It looks... We're like missing he, Travis. Like he froze up again. The answer, white people. <laughs> I, I'll go ahead and uh, take that for him. See, I've mm-hmm. done the show with him yeah. long enough. I know uh, kind of his, his brand on from thing. time to time. Yeah, and and again, too, it is, it is actually... There's like part of me that wants to be a hater on the... Uh, on the, and I don't say the word hater a lot either, but I feel kind of dirty having said it. I do kind of want to hate on the uh, the grumpy cat thing, but then I'm like, well, yeah, but the people who made Napoleon Dynamite got to make a bunch of money, and that was a stupid, silly little pop culture thing. All right. Like, it's one of those things where, uh, why not? Let people enjoy a, a dumb-looking cat. Why not, right? It's fine, yeah. Yeah. I'm just wondering if it could help me in the future. Well. I wish you would. That's what I'm wondering. I wish you would, because are you familiar? You probably don't know this part of Instagram. There's a thing called boomerang in the stories. I know nothing about it's Instagram. A, I'll teach you later. Yeah. There's a thing mm. where it captures just like a piece. It's like a little clip, and it runs it backwards. If we got a bunch of boomerangs of wobbly cat, you you could be, because they'd be like, oh, that's fun. Uh, that's fun that you use the, the boomerang magic. And you're like, no, no. This is the real thing. Real thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. And we could have Hillside Animal Hospital sponsor it, huh? With Dr. Ed. I'm sure he would love that. He would. He's a big Wobbly Cat fan. He's a big fan of Ripley. He is. Um, over the weekend, uh, we had a lot going on, as in I did a bunch of laundry mm-hmm. and uh, stuck around, watched the uh, finale. Our intern stepped it up. He yeah. himself had himself a weekend. He previewed yeah, this on Friday. I'm just going to sit down and uh, let Tommy tell a story for the next 31 minutes, and uh, he can tell us all about it. No, Tommy went to Nashville, attended a Rob Lowe speaker series event, storytelling event, stories I only tell my friends. So not only is Nashville just kicking our ass in entertainment and uh, tourism, they get Rob Lowe hanging out there on the reg. Uh, Tommy, give us the uh, synopsis, the overview. Did you get your, your picture with him? I did get my picture with him. Uh, Gardner, did you get that picture I sent you this morning? There we go. That's me and Rob Lowe. You can wow. see I have a lazy eye in that picture. That's, uh, uh, that's embarrassing that Rob Lowe um, puts all of our bodies to shame. He He's is 30 years old. Guys, he is ripped. Yeah. Uh, you can't <laughs> see. That picture does not do him justice. Right. Let me tell you. Okay. He is... I mean, he's pushing Oof. 60 if he's not 60, he's, right? I, he's, I don't know how old he is, but boy, oh boy, does he have a nice body. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, 
So me and my dad, we went to Nashville. Uh, when we got to Nashville, we went to the mall. Uh, we were going to oh. get a hotel, uh, but he blew all his budget at the Rainbow Forest Cafe at the mall. We spent 45 minutes in the Lego store, and then we were late for Rob Lowe. Uh, we got there at 8.01. The show started, thankfully, at 8.02. Uh, yeah, we, we were Yeah, you lucky. forget, like, big-time productions. Like, they go they off. They start on time. They go off, yeah. Uh, so, first of all... What's the Rainbow Forest Cafe? Okay, so it's this restaurant, right, that you go into, and it's got, like, animatronic animals. Was your, was your child little sibling with you? No. Was it just you and your dad? It was just me and my dad. Two grown men. Two grown men. Okay. Well, I looked like a child. Two grown men in uh, the Rainbow Forest Cafe. Mm-hmm. We sat next to fishes. Uh, my dad made me sit towards the door so that he could see the animals, which was great. Did you need to say fishes? The fishies? Fish is plural, right? F- f- like a, you don't, it's not a school of fishes. Fishy. Mm. Anyway. Fishy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's French. So... Um, so you're in Nashville. Yeah, we're in Nashville. We go to the Rainforest Cafe. It's a great time. We okay. get to the show. We get into our seats, uh, third row back. It's great. Uh, they, they start the show by playing this montage of Rob Lowe uh, scenes. And then it goes dark. And then a spotlight. And Rob Lowe's just like right there. It's, Ooh, it was crazy. Good production, huh? Yeah. How did was, his body look? Uh, from, you couldn't tell from like 30 feet away how okay. good it looked. It was not until... I got up close that I was like, oh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Did you give his bicep a, a squeeze? You're like, hey, no, you got a, lot, you got a little no, something going No, no, I didn't then. But uh, uh, Billy Fat Pants has a comment. He's got an issue with the photo that was taken. Yeah. Okay, uh, Rob Lowe. I'm we'll, we'll throw back to it. This is at the theater. Uh-huh. This is uh, allegedly Tommy Mosslander. Uh, Billy Fat Pants says it's not Tommy. That's Tignataro with Rob Lowe. Mm. All right. Do yourself a, a Google search, Tignataro. I'm aware of who Tig is. Uh, yeah. I disagree with you. Mm-hmm. She has much You're better hair. You're than she is, so there's that. Well, and she has much better hair. <laughs> she does. Let's give her that. Okay. So, so you're back to it. So, so look, this looks like everybody's cleared out. Like is this is We take the pictures after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a meet and greet after the show. Sold um, out theater? Yeah. Yeah. It was... Whew. So... Um, me and my dad sit down in our seats. The lights come up. Everybody starts cheering. And that is when we noticed, because we got there late, so we didn't get a good look at the audience, that it is mostly 45-year-old women Would you th- who have spray tans. Yes. What did you think uh, it was going to be? I mean, it's in Nashville, too, so that hair is big. Yeah. Big hair well, for that yeah. one. He comes out, and one of the first things Rob Lowe says is, uh, thank you all for coming, and a special thanks to all the men who were forced to come. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even think about that because Which, I think of it. I'm like, oh yeah, Rob Lowe doing a comedy performance thing. That'd be fun. Neither did I. And my that's dad, a ladies' night out. My dad just went. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dad. Poor dad. Oh because no. Because in this situation, he was the man who was forced to come. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It wasn't his wife. It was his son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his, an, his androgynous son yeah. brought him. Oh, no. Uh-huh. So the show continues. Uh, we got to see a video. He ma- I was telling Chris about this. It was real weird. He made a home movie, and he showed it when he was living in L.A., about 15 the home movie was called The Beast, and it starred uh, him. You know, why, the whole movie and the Rob Lowe thing, like you just don't Google search that, Ooh. right? Like, was that a little weird? Did he have anything on that? He's like, uh, not that old movie, Did he guys. say, like, I'm going to show no. the whole movie, and you go, no, don't! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've already Rob! seen it. <laughs> no, he didn't show, he didn't, he didn't even touch that. Uh, uh, about time. He didn't even mm-hmm. touch that thing mm-hmm. he touched. Anyway, uh, so... The home movie stars him, his brother Chad Lowe, uh, Emilio Estevez, oh. yes. and then Charlie Sheen. Oh, it was amazing. all filmed in Martin Sheen's backyard. Oh boy, it's it weird to think stars were normal children at one point. Well, it's normal. Well, no, they star these guys were be. not normal. They were wearing trash bags. Uh, they were like, "This is what poor people wear." Charlie Sheen had a mm-hmm. mustache like mine. Uh, it was great. Let's see that. There is a little something But then there, there was nothing right. else here, so it was just, it was gross. Mm. Uh, yeah, so after the show, this is where it gets really cool. 
the show was cool. Uh, we asked questions. I didn't get to ask a question. He didn't pick on me. Uh, <laughs> They're not going to get a reaction. Pick It'll, you. I know. Yeah, yeah not pick on you. I was going to say, in a, in a crowd like that, too, those people aren't going to be friendly to others. They're going to get real nasty no, just, and real competitive. Well, I was going to say, if they this, see... This one guy, he kept his hand up the entire time until mm. he was picked. Mm. It was great. Mm. Uh, but he made... He did... One of the what things, did that guy ask? Uh, is there any chance of a St. Elmo's Fire uh, sequel? He really or was there talks? Or was there talks for a St. Elmo's Fire sequel? And? Yes. Yeah. There were talks or there's there still talks, a possibility. And now there is a possibility. There is a possibility. Yeah. So well, whenever things being remade, they're doing a Brat Pack miniseries, uh, he said. So that keep keep an eye out for that. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah. Hollywood Insider. Yeah. Thomas Mosslander the third. So after the Intern. show. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. after the show, uh, we all uh, get to our seats. Uh, we stay in our seats and then um, they, they announce the instructions to meet Rob Lowe, and they say you have to take everything out of your pockets because I guess they don't want Rob Lowe getting stabbed. And then, yeah, uh, that's probably a good idea. Man, you think about that. Just because we're around all these live shows all the time, like, oh, wait, no, he's the level of star. Something weird could happen. Yeah, it's... It, it, yeah, so, he's, he's at least as popular as Monica Seles was. Fair stab to yeah. popularity ratio. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Uh, we know. So <laughs> we um, we get in line and we're waiting to meet Rob Lowe and it's yeah. great. And were you nervous? Oh, I was so nervous. Guy, I was I was shaking. I was excited. I was wearing jeans, so that was good. Uh, otherwise, you would have seen my knees shaking. And uh, no man prees at the Rob Lowe show. Yeah. Anyway, so we get up to Rob Lowe and I'm next in line and I and I start to walk forward. And, and I walk up, and I, he reaches his hand uh-huh, out for uh-huh. a handshake. Yes. And I shake it like a normal human being. Oh, oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, man. And he goes, he goes, hi, I'm Rob. Nice to meet you. Oh, wow. And I go, I'm Tommy. And I was like, ah. Did you make that sound? I think I did. Oh. Right. It was great. And he, you squeaked. Well, it's not, it's not that bad because the lady like three before me started crying. Oh, no. Like full on crying. <laughs> giving him hugs. It was great. <laughs> and I noticed every woman that came up to him, he would give a little kiss on the cheek did before they left. Did you get a smooch? I didn't get a kiss on the cheek. He thought you were a minor. He I got a handshake. That face. I got yeah. a handshake and he said, good luck at comedy because I think I mentioned, I think at one point I went, I didn't stand oh, I think boy. I did that. I don't even know what you said to him. It was real weird. How did you not? I mean, this is your trademark now. Mm -hmm. You got to get people to fist bump you and you wrap it. They didn't want to do. Paper over rock. They didn't want to do anything that seemed like it might be promoted. They wanted it very, um, how would you put it? Straightforward. Very straightforward. Professional. They didn't want. I don't think they wanted anything. Maybe no fast move. No. Uh, no Are they afraid he's gonna pl- flash up a white power sign unknowingly yeah, or something like so, that. Stuff like that. They were watching and for I, people that were gonna drop kick it. And I and I understand that. Oh, yeah. So I wasn't gonna push it. But then my dad came up and we took a picture with my dad. And one of the reasons me and my dad go ghost hunting is oh, because no. of watching. Mm-hmm. What? Travis, no. calm down. <laughs> no. Okay. No. No. Go on. Go on, Tom. One of the reasons I'm we, here for you. One of the reasons me and my dad go ghost hunting and Bigfoot hunting and other types yes. of monster hunting. Will you start doing this horseback? That would be so much more fun if you guys were on horseback <laughs> for these things. I'll, or at I'll least ride on a horse. Either that or on three wheelers. Well, I, I want to be really white trash or on horses. We're gonna do the Gettysburg stuff, so I think maybe I'll ride a horse for that. Ooh. Uh, so <laughs> my dad is like, hey, by the way, the reason me and my son go ghost hunting and stuff is because of your show, The Low Files. Um, and he was like, oh, that's, that's amazing. And he got really excited and really happy. And then uh, my dad goes, do you have any tips for Bigfoot hunting? Oh, okay. And guys, I had a, me and my dad had a conversation with Rob Lowe about hunting Bigfoot. So what were his tips? This his is pretty cool. His tips were, first of all, uh, go in the woods. Yeah. Thank uh, you, Rob. That's a good one. Thank he, you. He gave us very specific places to go. He he was like doing the hand gestures. He was like, all right, what you need to do is you need to go to the Arkansas-Oklahoma border. They have some woods up there that are really nice uh, for the wood apes. And uh, then he wood mentioned- Wood apes. 
Mm-hmm. That's what they're called. Okay. And then he mentioned <laughs> How many of these have been Travis, uh, captured on film? Travis, stop it. Uh, several. I can show you videos on the break of Big. Oh, okay. damn! I, I won't. E- I don't even need to see the evidence. I'll just stand down. I had a conversation with Rob Lowe about hunting Bigfoot, guys. That's, I enjoyed that. It was that. great. I enjoyed uh, that. Uh, he, he was super I got cool three loads it. of laundry done, buddy. Here's, stop it. Here's the best part. <laughs> oh, boy. Here's the best part. <laughs> he, they, it was a really quick conversation, yeah. but it wasn't because Rob Lowe wanted to stop. Rob Lowe would have kept talking about it, and that was amazing. Uh, it was the people who were like, all right, come on, let's go. We got to go. You're Handlers. Why don't yeah. you hush? Who didn't you hush them? Like yeah, you, you do have a really like, yeah, super annoying hush. I tried, but Rob yeah. Lowe was like, I'm sorry. And then he shook her hand. Did you ask about ghosts at all? No. Uh, he, he talked about maybe wanting to go to the Lizzie Borden house soon. Where uh, you've been? Yeah, where I have. Was that a ghost? I don't. Probably not. Oh, mm. boy, guys. Mm. Uh Conjured it up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he was gonna stay there, but uh, the sequins off of one of the uh, mm-hmm. the taller women in a uh, bridal party scraped his cheek, and he got a little miffed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was. How many bedazzled guy. jeans did you see? Be honest. Oh, quite a few. Thank you. They they had the ones where it had like the the just the sparkles going down the side. Was it the expensive bedazzled jeans with the Victoria's Secret? Uh, <laughs> Sweatshirt top, like how? No, did that these work? are Walmart, but that, but that. Oh, jeans. okay, gotcha. Some Tasmanian Come on, devil. Come on, Nashville. Here. Okay, gotcha. Travis, any uh, questions? You missed some of the discussion. I'm sure you're. Uh, you have lots to learn from Tommy and his uh, Rob Lowe attendance. Just a few questions. All right. Uh, first, That's first off, interest. where, where does this obsession with Rob Lowe come from? Is it because of? Uh, he's a good-looking guy. He's a great actor. Uh, where where did this start for you? Well, uh, I started watching him in Parks and Rec, and then it kind of occurred to me that he's in a bunch of other things. Like, he's in Tommy Boy. Uh, he's right. in Wayne's World. He's in all of these movies. He was in The Outsiders, which was one of my favorite movies growing up, uh, mm-hmm. and books. And so it just, he was – he's always been in around for me, and so – uh, I don't know. It just it seemed like it would be a cool thing to go do to meet Rob Lowe. And Rob Lowe is, seems like a pretty cool dude. And then the Lowe file came on, and that really put him over the top for me because that means he also likes ghosts. Mm-hmm. Travis. And I guess that, that was going to be my follow-up. You had an opportunity to you know, talk to Rob Lowe for at least 90 seconds to two yeah. minutes, and you spent that discussing – where to find Bigfoot. Yeah, no, yeah. I think that's... Hey, really quick, Travis. I think that's what you do in that Hold case. on, really I'm quick. With, I'm with Tommy here. What original thing mm. would you talk to him about? Mm. What original thing would you pick? All right, I'm Rob Lowe. I'm Ro- Travis. I'm Rob Lowe. I'm here. Okay. I'm smiling. I've got white teeth. And, uh, and I will interrupt I've, if it was asked during the meeting group. I've just had the third woman whisper in my ear, they'll sleep with me even though their husband's in the car. And oh, and he you really up. loves his family, guys. Like, it was apparent how much he loved his family. It was really nice. Mm. 29 years sober last week. Uh, really? He graduated law school last night. It was great. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Anyway. I, yeah, okay, so Rob Lowe's here. Um, I would have asked, Rob, wh- why did you leave West Wing so early? Uh, asked during the Q&A. Oh, really? What was his answer? Other engagements. Mm. <laughs> He had other it was the he had hottest to... show on television. They didn't pay him enough, is what you uh, hear yeah. that. He was the highest paid cast member. He, he talked about more. how he turned down Grey's Anatomy. Oh, that's interesting. He said yeah, that his, his wife calls it the $80 million fuck up. Huh? <laughs> she wanted that Grey's wow. Anatomy money, not gonna... that West Wing money. Yeah, see, I actually appreciate that a lot because it, it reminds you that no matter how, how famous you are, how successful you are, there's always, uh, there's always a good chance your partner's going to be like, is that all you got? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the best. All right. That's what I like learning what else, from that. What other original thing would you ask, buddy? Um, How about politicians? Why, Sorry, go why ahead. Why didn't he check the ID? Mm. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure that wasn't asked during the Q&A, was it, Tommy? It was yeah, I'm almost certain that was not over. <laughs> uh, any, any political mm. questions asked, not pertaining to West Wing, he's... He puts it out that he's conservative, and that uh, that gets people going on Twitter sometimes. During the show, uh, somebody went, 
42. Uh, if that gives you any indication of how that went. Uh, yeah. So no real political talk? No, he, it was no real political talk because you could tell what everybody's politics were just by sitting in the room. Gotcha. Uh, it was Nashville. So yeah, I yeah. guess I can't say that I'm surprised. Oh, he came out. He came out and he was like, this is my show stories. I only tell my friends and I'm telling you these stories because I, I consider us friends now. Right. He did that thing. And I was like, Oh yeah, we're Aww. friends. You're friends yeah. with Rob. And oh. then, and then Good somebody, a woman from the back went, Friends with benefits. Oh, nice, nice. And you should have went. Nice, nice, Cheryl. Yeah. And then when he, this is the thing about Rob Lowe is he's new at this, uh, and this was his first show he's Ooh. done or his second show he's done since October. So he doesn't know how to handle hecklers. <laughs> so oh, it just kind of messed up his flow, yeah. and then he went right back into it. You should have been back in the back there, Tommy. Eat shit. Yeah. It's <laughs> a sign of endearment. I yeah. promise. All right, <clears throat> Travis, so, you did miss Tommy talking about how uh, how fit Rob oh, is. Oh man, is he? He's more, he's more fit than you, Travis. That's not a thing. Like, but don't let his confidence change you. No, no, no. no. His like uh, muscles are better than mine. Oh, that's. Uh, I'm, let me tell you. Uh, I'm so confused. He said right he's now. got a really nice body. I can see that. Rob, was, Lowe, like when he does when he does post on the socials. Uh, he's somewhere swimming in the ocean uh, with a, generally with his sons. And so, yeah, he's a guy that when he's on socials, he's generally doing it with a shirt off. Chris, hold up your arm really quick. Like, flex your muscle. Is he, it was is like he that? that? It was like that, but toned. <laughs> yeah. I'd still beat his ass. <laughs> That's my answer to everything. Yeah, I'll slap that 60-year-old man around. He did say that he's really bad at fighting. Of he got course in a bar, he is. Why would he be in a fight? He got in a bar fight once, and he was like, ah, I, I thought I'd be good at it because I've kicked a ton of ass in TVs and movies. Uh-huh. And he was like, but then like all of my punches were like two inches away. Ah, uh, that sounds like a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but that's also, I'm also interested to, that was interesting that, you, that he, his, he is this now prominent conservative. That's what I guess he's calling himself. Uh, be considering that he's been on some, he's been around some very, very liberal people in many of I'm his projects. I mean, he spent sure he was what, hated. four to five seasons in Parks and Rec, and Amy yeah. Poehler is an incredibly liberal it's actor and almost, writer at that. It's almost like people with differing views can sometimes work together just fine. I, I've read that he was kind of hated on the West Wing. Because of his views. I've read that as well. I know that when they do their reunions, they often leave Rob, Rob out of the picture. Well, yeah. yeah. And, and didn't him and Bradley Whitford get into a little tiff on Twitter within the past several years? Yeah, months? that was <laughs> when. And, and that's why I say quotations on the conservative, because I think some of the positions that Rob has taken recently have very little to do with politics, hence why I think. He has rubbed his uh, liberal friends uh, uh, very the wrong way. You think, he, you think he's doing the pro wrestling thing? Call him that effing Travis. hand down. You better tamp that hand down. Right I, I don't. I don't. I don't know if he's. I don't. I don't know why people say the things they say when it comes to today's politics. But I think of recent, Rob Lowe has decided to take the Fox and Friends approach instead of the you know the traditional conservative reagan approach what's the fox and friends so approach? i think that's what yeah, the, the fox and friends is approach is yeah it's the yeah it's the it's basically state-ran media it's just basically i'm going to regurgitate what you gotcha. know other gotcha. people Travis, have said yeah. i wonder then if like he gave the west wing answer of like other obligations if maybe the reason he what he did leave was because of his uh personal views i i don't know that he didn't i would i would imagine that it was i mean like i said that set was i mean those actors martin sheen he's not only you know a a prominent liberal but he's an activist bradley whitford an activist um Mm -hmm. uh, aaron sorkin the creator of the west wing an activist so these are weren't just people who had liberal or democratic point of views these folks were literally in the streets you know, pushing liberal agenda. So that probably is a reason as to why he ended up off the show. Do you do you really think that could be a thing? I guess once you're to a certain point with money, then you're like, I don't need this money. I can do whatever. Mm-hmm. I would think it always, always, 99.9% of the time comes down to pennies and agents more so than your views because you just mentioned Martin Sheen. 
Yeah, that's a man Rob's known for 50 plus like years. Like I said, or, did you hear my story about his home video? Travis? No, I missed that part. Okay, no, he, he showed a home video uh, with him, Chad Lowe, Emilio Estevez, and Charlie Sheen filmed in Martin Sheen's backyard. Hilarious. That's outstanding. It was, it was really, really good. That's really cool. So, yeah, like what Chris said, he, he did know Martin Sheen forever. But, but Rob but Rob Lowe, I think, is – I mean, he's one of those guys, talent-wise, he's an incredible talent. So oh, I think he yeah. also realized that no matter what my political beliefs are, I'm going to always find work. And I think considering where his career went after the West Wing, he was in, he was very right. So mm-hmm. I think he, help, you're right. No, go help, ahead, Gardner. might help an actor, too, that it seems at least – that even if you're disagreeing politically, has at least a pleasant demeanor about him. Oh my God! When he does, oh, so. say, what you, say what you want about podcasts <laughs> yeah. and truly knowing people and everything. You could not get yeah. a more opposite spectrum politically, whatever, than Rob Lowe Rob and, and Lowe, Mark Maron. And I don't agree with his politics. Shut up, Tommy. <laughs> on WTF? On WTF? He was fantastic at discussing. And Maron, who is not nice, if he thinks an interview sucked. He's like, eh, it was whatever. He was giggling. He was giggling about his talk with Rob Lowe. Yeah. And it was one of those things where it's like, if that shows you something, Travis, Tommy, Gardner, whatever, right. that uh, people can work and get things done together. Or, or it helps that you look like Rob Lowe. <laughs> so that, that, that helps your argument. Do you get, around, do you get along it. with no, every black no, guy you've it. ever met in no, your life? Like, think uh, about it, though. But think about it. Think, think about conservatives who make the arguments. That's why uh, someone like Tommy Lahren is successful. Uh, that's why a lot of these conservatives on Fox look the way that they look. Because when you look a certain way, the argument works. And I think if you're Rob Lowe and he's making a political argument to you, you're more receptive to what he has to say as opposed to someone like Alex well, Jones or Glenn Beck. Here <laughs> we go. Yeah. Frog-looking folks. But uh, Tom, <laughs> Exactly. I, I mean, but, you know, Miss Laren, though, I mean, she's not as pleasant as Rob is my point, though. Like, That's Rob true. Lowe, That's I, true. I, I, Very I could be around Rob Lowe probably, and Very he's charming. just fine. He's just so because, pleasant. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if, if I might disagree with you. See, you I, know what? I just really want to have this coffee and smoke a few cigarettes so we can make this work. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, okay. Then we're going to be okay. Where, you, where, Travis, I understand your point being made, but I guess this one, I just don't think it applies because actually in that case, I think he would be more willing to go in on him. Like you, like Travis, if there's another black male that's your age that's espousing a certain point of view, I think you're going to feel more comfortable taking his ass down because that way, that looks that way too. So that's that's who just is, my mindset with it. Who is like in in terms of good-looking older actor like Rob Lowe? Who is the black equivalent, Travis? I have a person in mind. You think a lot of uh, black o- older? How old is Rob Lowe again? He's in his six. I think I can look it up. Really Mid fifties, early sixties, yeah. right? Let me look it up. Who would be the equivalent? Yeah. I mean, I I 55. guess the first person that comes to mind would be probably Will Smith. Okay. 55. I got someone better, I think. Will, Will Smith is incredibly charming. I think Will just turned 50. I'm and so, yeah. Yeah, I think he turned 50 or 51 recently. I just so I can absolutely see him being that person. Because like, Will Smith, there are... Okay, yeah, because there are things that even when Will Smith, when he goes on his inspirational social media talks, yeah. while I don't necessarily always agree with what he says, right. I think the way he says in it, because how charming he is, like Rob Lowe, I'm willing to hear him out as opposed to someone who perhaps looks like Tommy and decided to have a YouTube channel. The person I'm thinking of is 54 years old. I don't mm-hmm. know his demeanor as well as Rob Lowe's, I guess. But I'm thinking so going Blair, Blair Underwood. Oh, that's a good one, Gardner. That's a very good one. I think, yeah, I can definitely In terms see of that. looks, Blair, yes, like Blair Underwood, like my mom used to, she would make eyes at him. <laughs> It was like Tommy. It, like Tommy, let's let's go grab a drink. The, let's let Gardner work through yeah, this. Yeah, the uh, Gardner is everything okay? It's it's. I Bla- always wanted a black stepdad. It's Blair Underwood, <laughs> and then uh, Gardner. Oh man, she loves issues. she loves Ooh, her some you, Shamar Tommy. Moore right now. She loves Ooh. her some Shamar. Shamar Moore. is pretty. She cool. enjoying SWAT. Do we have Shamar Moore to thank for, I don't know, 
40% of uh, cheating instances with white women and black men in the greater Midwest. I mean, probably, right? Like, Shamar Moore, this is your fault, you handsome bastard. Now every dude, every black dude... Stop smiling like that! Who even partially resembles his haircut is just making waves. Like, in a college town, every fat dude that's black that's over six foot one and 300 pounds... They can thank every defensive tackle from the University of Missouri ever for the random mm-hmm. girls they meet up with. Shamar Moore, you ruined so many marriages. Shamar now I want Shamar Moore. I want now I want Rob Lowe to make a guest appearance on SWAT this season, oh, just man. so we can get Shamar. That's Moore too hot. It's yeah. too attractive. Oh boy, that'd be <laughs> too, too attractive. Too much. Oh, boy. You can't do that in a show. Right. That's... That would be the hottest episode on TV ever. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. It's... Add add David Borneas. Oh, you're going with Dave. Tommy. <laughs> if you could, Tommy, if you could take some notes, will you just will you just note that Gardner is sweating and looks slightly uh, amorous? Well, I was, that, he's I was getting thinking into of this. this. I was at one of my favorite moments ever watching football with my dad is watching a Tennessee Titans game. Gardner no, likes more black dudes in Gardner's purview. And Travis, ten- are you and, noticing something? And Tennessee's here? doing pretty well, so the Titans take out their star running back. Eddie George oh was on the sideline with his helmet off. Oh no! My dad are watch- my dad and I are watching the game on in silence like we normally would, and uh, <laughs> not telling each other then, we love each other. Uh, hey, that true. sounds relatable. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, out of nowhere, Eddie George is a handsome black man, and that's what I remember about watching football with my dad. Who who that, who said that? My dad. Just out of nowhere. Just, just out of in nowhere. The middle of the watching the football game. That Eddie George is a handsome black man. Gardner goes to his room. Cool Runnings VHS <laughs> and I, I, is I, under I, his dad's and, pillow. And I, I, I look, and I like, I didn't say anything right away, and I just let it sit there for a second. And then I finally, what did you say? <laughs> and, he, and he goes, you heard me. I go, look at. And he goes, look at him. <laughs> So my dad's got oh, Eddie man. George and my mom's got Shamar Moore, it seems. Uh, this is a good time for an ad read. This is a great time for an ad read. Uh, no matter who you love, who you find attractive, <laughs> maybe Gardner and his father can take mm-hmm. uh, Matt Whitener to uh, Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Oh, okay. Is Matt in your dad's uh, purview of uh, what, what would work? Uh, I don't know, man. My dad uh, likes maybe. some running backs. Uh, okay, yeah. all right. Well, we'll look into that. <laughs> he, we'll likes, find... he likes tailbacks, does he? Apparently. Yeah, he does. Uh, <laughs> there oh it boy. is. Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Be sure to find their location on Facebook by going to their Facebook page. They serve food all throughout the St. Louis area. Fresh, unique, family-owned. That's Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Tommy, you got to get your dad. Maybe whenever Rob Lowe comes to town, you three can triple date with Gardner, his dad, and a black dude mm-hmm. to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. That's right. Family-owned right here in St. Louis, Missouri. Big Shout out to uh, Buzz for supporting us. Travis, what's the most you've learned this hour? What do we, what do we take away from this? I need to know, man. I, I'm glad you guys were able to express your love for men. I didn't know you held so deeply in your hearts. Yeah. I'm just your very turn. happy you two were able to express that. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy's, Tommy's like, I hope Travis says me. <laughs> Anyway, and guy. this is why, uh, you know, telling stories like this is probably why my dad didn't really tell me he loved me till I was like 17. Mm. So, yeah. Hey, man, I get mm. it. My dad's yeah. like that. I was in the hospital and they didn't know what was wrong with me at the time. So, like, oh, I, he had I, no choice. He felt obligated yes, to say like, that. So they're trying to figure it out. <laughs> they're talking about exploratory surgery and all this kind of things. Like, you're going to have to stay overnight. And, that you know, my dad touches my foot on his way out of the Oh. Out of the uh, hospital room, Your feet. They're probably says, disgusting. Says, "I love you," and then walks out, and the lights go off. And that entire night, I had trouble sleeping because all I could think was, "My dad told me he loved me. He never does that." And I'm staying overnight in this hospital. <laughs> I'm, I'm going die. to die. I'm going to die tonight. <laughs> One time, I, all I could think of was, "Yep, this is the night I'm dying." One time, I was in the hospital about to have a surgery, and my dad, uh, I was getting an IV put in, and my dad, and I started crying, and my dad go, goes, uh, you got nothing to cry about. <laughs> <laughs> and then he left the room, oh. and I didn't see him until I woke oh, up. Oh, no. Oh, no. I woke that, up Chris, two days later, commercial, and I was like, commercial. 
the translation. Let me translate that for you, Tommy. He was saying, "I love you." Yeah, what he was that's saying. what he meant. Yeah. I see. I I I want to I want to end on this super weird sad note, but I want to throw it back to the uh, the homoerotic of sorts here. Um, Travis, how do you feel that I'm now uh, I'm demanding Tommy dress? Uh, I mean, he's got the man prees on, which I don't appreciate, but we've started. He's got a navy blue short sleeve button down on, and uh, you know what? I know how you like your white guys, Travis. So I'm. I'm doing this for you. I've suggested, Tommy, only wear clothing that looks like it was shrunk in my dryer. I'm just Why happy just we have people on the show that can actually wear clothes that fit them. Mm. So good for you, Tommy, because finally we have somebody on We Are Live that has clothes that are properly sized. This shirt is too small. Mm. Mm. I'm wearing these pants because I lost my belt. That'll do it. All right. Great first hour. Big thanks to Tech Electronics. Local business helped us get the studio filled out with all this great equipment. For your business, maybe you need fire alarms installed, maybe you need security systems, you need tech backup. That's Tech Electronics here to help you all. Quick break on We Are Live. Gardner, menthol. We'll be back on the other side.